This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high yet? That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndiCloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. Hey everyone, my name is Nikki Young and this is Serial Napper, an international true crime podcast. I'm back with another true crime story to lull you to sleep or perhaps to give you nightmares. It was Thanksgiving Day in 2004. 27-year-old Angela Schultz Shires Barentine was supposed to be attending Thanksgiving dinner at her grandparents' home that evening. She had just promised them literally the day prior and assured them that she would be there. When she didn't show up to dinner and no one could reach her, her family decided that it was time to file a missing persons report. Months would go by with no sightings of Angela until her body was discovered in her truck, upside down in a river in west central Mississippi. Her death was immediately deemed suspicious, but there were no real answers as to what happened to her and how she wound up in that riverbed. Yet 18 years later, her family still doesn't have the truth of it all. I want to thank Paige from Reverie True Crime Podcast for sending this case to me. She did a ton of research and legwork to make sure that this story gets shared as many times as possible. So make sure you check out her podcast and show her some love. She does some really great work and it's important work in the true crime community. With that said, let's jump in. Angela Schultz Shires Barentine was born on February 5, 1977, to her parents Joey and Deborah Schultz. She grew up in Vicksburg, Mississippi, where she lived her whole life, attending St. Aloysius Vicksburg High School, followed by Heinz Community College. After graduation, she would have a little baby girl named Ginger, who she thought the absolute world of. Her family said that in her spare time, she enjoyed cooking, NASCAR racing, and fishing with her daughter Ginger. Really anything to do with the outdoors and spending time with her daughter. Typical mom stuff. Life for Angela was not without its struggles though. She battled with addiction that began when she was just a teenager, and at her lowest points, she had created relationships with really shady individuals who were just not great to hang around with. They were the kinds of people who don't really care about you. They just feed your addiction and want you to support them in theirs. At times, Angela's life spiraled out of control. 
She didn't always make the best decisions, yet she was an incredibly kind person who would do just about anything for anyone that she loved. And she was a loving mother who, at the heart of it all, just wanted the best life for her daughter. She just had to battle her demons in the process. At the time that all of this happened, things were starting to look up and she was working two jobs to support herself and her daughter Ginger, one at Morgan's Best Way and one at Shoney's Restaurant. She had also met a man named Daniel and the two would move in together and get married. Actually, Angela and Daniel were married just three weeks before she would go missing. Daniel would stay at home and watch Ginger whenever Angela had to work, so this was of course a huge help to her. Now the date is November 24th, 2004, and it's Thanksgiving weekend. Angela is at home with Ginger and Daniel, and she's cooking dinner when her grandparents stop by. They want to confirm with her that she is still planning to attend Thanksgiving dinner at their house the next day. Angela assures them that she will be there. And I completely understand this interaction. When you have a loved one who is battling with addiction, it's really difficult to get them to commit to anything and to show up to family events because they're ashamed, they're embarrassed, they have other friends that they would rather be spending time with. So her grandparents really wanted her to be there and they wanted to make sure that she was actually going to show up. They leave Angela's home at around 6.30 p.m., Then it's alleged that Angela borrows $10 from Daniel to go pick up cigarettes in her new purple Ford F-150 pickup truck. Daniel stays at home to care for the child. Following these events, the timeline does get a little bit murky. The following day is November 25th, so again, it's Thanksgiving, and Angela is supposed to be attending Thanksgiving dinner at her grandparents' home. But she doesn't show up. They had just spoken to her the day prior, and she confirmed that she would be there. So when she was absent and then completely unreachable, her grandparents decided to file a missing person report with the police. During the investigation into the whereabouts of Angela, there would be a couple of different sightings reported from November 25th, that Thanksgiving day that she was supposed to attend dinner. A few of her friends reported having a visit with her at another friend's home that morning around 11 a.m. before she said that she was leaving to go back to her house. And then another friend would report seeing her driving in her truck all alone between 11 and noon, heading in the direction of her home. Other than these two sightings, no one knew where Angela last was. Although her family was well aware of her troubles with addiction and the troubled people that she kept company, they also knew that she was a loving mother and she would just never abandon her daughter like that. Something must have happened beyond her control, preventing her from coming home to Ginger. Angela was described as being around 5 feet tall and about 85 pounds. She was very small and very slim. She had black hair at the time, green eyes, and several tattoos, including one on her thigh, her ankles, and her shoulders. On the day that she disappeared, she didn't carry her driver's license with her, and she was last seen wearing a red long-sleeve shirt and jeans. Unfortunately, there would be no further sightings after the last day that she was spotted alive. Ginger, who was only nine years old at the time that her mother disappeared, would go to live with Angela's sister, Stacy Hartley. Eight long months would pass by, with investigators not getting any closer to finding Angela. 
Still, her family pushed on, searching everywhere that they could access themselves and then allowing law enforcement to search the more difficult areas. They had spoken to Angela's accomplices, they had checked all of the nearby hospitals and shelters, and they had searched the rivers routinely. However, nothing would be found. That is, until the following year, in August of 2005, when the water levels of the Big Black River were at a record low, and things in the riverbed began to reveal themselves. Angela's sister, Stacy, continued to put pressure on law enforcement to keep searching for her sister. The waterline had dropped to 7.5 feet, which was the lowest since Angela had gone missing. It was so low that the police were unable to use their patrol boats because the water was just too low for them to get through. This is when Stacy suggested that the police use a civilian boat that could operate in low tide, and surprisingly, they agreed. On the evening of August 2nd, 2005, investigators used a civilian boat to continue their search of the river. It wasn't long into the search that they found a purple 1997 Ford F-150 truck stuck in the mud upside down. Inside the vehicle were the human remains of Angela. She had been under the water for so long, around eight months according to police, that her body had basically been reduced to just bones. There wasn't any clear indication of how the truck got into the water. There wasn't any track marks or anything like that. But the police were quick to say that they believed foul play was involved. Her family agreed. There was no way that she would have taken her own life and driven into the river. And again, there was no way that she would abandon her little girl. Angela's sister Stacy would say, quote, That was the loneliest day of my life. When we saw the tire sticking up, I had no idea it was her vehicle, but then I got the biggest knot in my throat and I couldn't swallow. The truck was found near Warrior's Trail between the counties of Warren County and Hines County, which meant that both county police forces were required to investigate. Nobody really knew whose case this was. This of course made the whole investigation a bit messy and complicated particularly for Angela's family, who just wanted answers as to what had happened to her. As for the location of where the truck was found, it was a location that Angela was familiar with. There was a parking lot near the river that she was known to frequent. The location of the truck also made sense because it was between where she was last seen driving and her home, where she said she was heading. The truck was pulled out of the river using a backhoe and was sent off for evidence collection and testing. Angela's body would be sent to the morgue for identification and an autopsy. The manner of death was ruled undetermined, meaning there is no ruling as to whether her death was an accident or homicide, and there has been no cause of death revealed. Clothing and hair evidence was allegedly and supposedly sent to the Mississippi Crime Lab, but there's never been any documentation of that, and investigators say that it never happened. Her husband, Daniel, was cleared of any wrongdoing related to her death, so he's not a suspect. My family is getting ready to make a big move across the ocean to a place where English isn't the spoken language. This isn't my first rodeo, so I'm making sure I'm fully prepared by learning the language ahead of time. 
Sure, I know I can use an app once I get there, but you'd be shocked by how much gets lost in translation. I want to talk like a local, which is why I'm excited to use Rosetta Stone, the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn and has been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, and more. Rosetta Stone helps you to think in the language you're learning using an intuitive process that's designed for long-term retention. Their built-in True Accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation so that you're easily understood by native speakers. They have convenient desktop and app options, so you can learn on the go, and they offer a lifetime membership that includes all 25 languages at an incredible value. And now you can save even more with 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Serial Napper listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Sunnier, warmer days are almost here. Why not get a head start on looking and feeling your best this summer by trying something new like Factors No Prep, No Mess meals that are ready to eat in just two minutes. Get a helping hand to meet your wellness goals with Factors chef-crafted meals that include different nutritional options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Healthy meal planning has never looked so good with Factors fresh, never-frozen meals that are also dietitian approved No matter how busy you are, Factor can help kickstart and maintain a new healthy routine by making it easy to enjoy nutritious meals on the go. Plus, you'll never get bored eating the same thing every day because they offer 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. We're talking restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon because eating healthy doesn't have to be boring. Personally, I love not having to overthink what I'm going to eat every single day because that's half the battle, and I don't have to bother with shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. But the best part is, these meals are delicious with ingredients you can trust. Crush your wellness goals this May. Head to factormeals.com slash napper50 and use code napper50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code napper50 at factormeals.com slash napper50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Earlier on in the investigation, Crime Stoppers offered a $1,000 reward for any information leading to an arrest, which was combined with another $4,000 in reward money, which was from private donations. Unfortunately, the $5,000 reward didn't lead to any new information. It has been 18 years since Angela was first reported missing, and it feels as if this case is at a complete standstill. 
Her family has continued to fight for answers, and they still put pressure on the police to keep the investigation alive. Angela's daughter, Ginger, who was only nine years old at the time that her mom disappeared, has been a total champion in this. She's not sitting around and waiting for answers. Ginger has hired a private investigator named Corey Seale to look into her mother's death. She is still traumatized over losing her mother at such a young age and then never knowing what really happened to her. Here's a clip from Ginger. We used to take fishing trips together. We used to remake country music songs together. She would teach me to cook, all the motherly daughter things. Um, and I really kind of got that cut short for me, taken from me, I feel like. Angela's family isn't naive about her personal life and her struggles with addiction. They fully understand that she has struggled on and off with her addiction ever since she was a teen, and they know that it was very possible that she was in that area that day to purchase drugs. In my opinion, it doesn't matter what she was doing that day. Every life has value. Angela didn't deserve to die for her struggles. And there is another person here whose life has also been destroyed by this death. Angela's daughter, Ginger. She's grown up and has five beautiful babies of her very own who will never get to meet their maternal grandmother. Sadly, Ginger doesn't even have any of her mother's belongings to hold on to and to help keep her memory alive. She gave the police everything that she had in order to try to help with the investigation. And sadly, they have never given anything back. And the investigation is one that doesn't even really appear to have happened. At this point, it seems that none of the counties ever really investigated Angela's death as a crime. Remember, Angela's body was discovered in the Big Black River, which is the border between Hines and Warren counties. There were several different county police departments involved in the search and then ultimately the death investigation, but that has since changed. Hines County Sheriff's Department claims that they have no case file on Angela. They say that they only ever assisted Warren County with leads. And as for the Warren County Sheriff's Department, while well, they say that they only ever helped the Vicksburg Police Department with a missing person case and they never opened their own file. According to my sources, they have refused to answer any questions from the family because the case is still open and pending. It would be nice to know where Angela's possible murder investigation case is open and pending because the Vicksburg Police Department only has a missing person report from before she was found. The two counties that you think would be involved, Hines and Warren, they don't seem to have a case open for the suspicious death, neither of them. The only indication of there being an open case and an active investigation comes from the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation Cold Case Unit. However, the family alleges that they will not release any information to either them or their hired private investigator, which is unfortunate because you would think that they would want to help solve the case any way that they can, particularly when it comes to helping the family to find answers. And that's basically where we're at with Angela's case. Her family is continuing to push for a resolution. They want to know what happened to Angela. Whether it was a drug deal gone wrong or what, they just want answers and they want justice. 
Angela was a beautiful daughter, sister, and mother, and if someone took away her life before she really had the opportunity to fulfill her own potential, then that person needs to be held accountable and put behind bars. You can help bring more awareness and attention to Angela's case. You can call and or email the Warren County Sheriff's Department and ask them these things. Number one, who is the active investigator of Angela Barantine's case? No investigator has been identified in 18 years. Number two, why is the case still open if it hasn't been solved in almost 20 years and there have been no leads that anyone knows of in all of those years? Number three, if the case is not being investigated at this time, then why is it not a cold case or a closed case? Number four, why do they seem to not want anyone to have access to the case files so citizen detectives and cold case units can assist with an investigation to help solve the case? Also, why won't they allow anyone to help them with the investigation? And number five, why will they not give Ginger back her mother's items? They have in their possession photos, keys, sunglasses, among other possessions that belong to Angela. Number six, the autopsy report, it says that there were photos attached, but when Ginger received the autopsy just recently, there weren't any photos that came with it. So where are the autopsy photos and why are they missing? These are all really crucial questions that I think the family deserves answers to. You can even write a letter if you want to, or you can send an email. I'll have all of the other contact details located in my show notes if you would like to reach out to them. Please share this story in any way that you can. This is the very reason many true crime podcasters get into this line of work, to help families and victims of cases that the police have either ignored or missed or don't have time to work on, whether intentionally or not. That's it for me tonight. If you want to reach out, you can find me on Facebook at Serial Mapper. You can also search for me on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check me out on Twitter at Serial underscore Napper or I'm on YouTube, Nikki Young, Serial Napper, and that's all one word. And if you're watching on YouTube, I'd love if you can give me a thumbs up and subscribe. Until next time, stay safe, stay kind, especially in the comments. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeats, B-E-E-T-S dot com and save 15% with promo code DEAL.